0: Welcome to The Blazes, episode 77. I'm your host, Alejandro Veda. I want to thank you for pushing playing and as always, I am so grateful for every play that you guys have pushed. Uh, this last month, this uh, last episode was actually the number one episode of the month, so I gotta give it to you guys. You guys have been showing me so much love, and I can't wait to just give you guys more content you know, as the weeks progress, I gotta tell you that I'm getting more anxious, uh, to record these episodes. I, 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 I'm feeling it in my heart now that this is something that I was meant to do and, and really try to, uh, get out there and, and really put myself out there and, uh, show you what, what I, what, what kind of content I could give you. And this week is no different, you know? Uh, this was actually a, a great week to show, uh, a lot of the highlights that I've had this month. Uh, which was including the BKR uh, Blaze Talks. And if you guys have not checked any of my Blaze Talks, make sure you check them out. I have a Blaze Talk uh, uh, with Ben Litwick from uh, Rocky Hill Brewing. Uh, we talk about the beer that we uh, collaborated with. Uh, it's called Blaze IPA. Uh, we also talked to uh MC Wix on our Blaze Talks number two and we talked about uh just basically the hip hop community and what he has been doing uh since he's been in the hip hop community and with uh the newest installment uh Blaze Talks number three with uh BKR we talk about uh his his last projects. Uh we also talk about uh some of the 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 new stuff that he's coming out with. So make sure you guys check it out, those, you know, those, those uh, blaze talks, those are really fun to record, uh, I have so many more in the process that, that I'm waiting to really execute, you know, right now, it's really hard to try to get out and about, uh, with this COVID pandemic, I really don't want to, uh, force it, uh, but I definitely want to continue trying to do those, uh, quarantined blaze talks, if I can, you know, if uh, if if things start to change and maybe I can start doing some on-site podcasting, that is something else I am really wanting to do. Uh, you know, w- with this pandemic, has really made me want to brush up on my tools. It's made me want to learn some new skills. So I- I'm definitely try- going to try to, uh, d- to start uh, new things in the next month or so. Uh, I know. With uh with this COVID, we, we, we need to really uh, stay home. But at the same time, uh, there's no time to waste. There's no time to waste. Uh, you got to really just take right now, and you gotta and you gotta uh, make something of it. You know, uh, with this negative, with all this time off that we've had, uh, we've got to find something. Uh, either either uh, learn a new skill, uh, start a business. Uh, learn a language. I mean, there's so many things that we can do right now with all this time uh, that that we need to start using it in in a more of a positive way. And you know, I haven't I haven't been uh, the one to really uh, practice what I preach, uh, but often I, I, I'm trying new things, new techniques out uh, with the podcast every week. And I think for me, it's really trying to fish out. Uh, what what I want out of this podcast, you know, it's it's still young, it's still ripe, and it, it, you know we have not really uh, seen its full potential. But I think seeing the numbers that we've done the last uh, few weeks, uh, and still in this pandemic, I see that you guys are supporting me, and I just got to I just got to tell you guys thank you once more because you know this was only an idea. This podcast was something that I never thought would happen. It was only an idea, and now that I see that I'm, you know, episode seventy-seven, we're we're not much closer to my goal of a hundred, and and it just keeps getting better, and it only gets gets better because of you guys, and seeing that the support you give me, and uh, seeing that you guys are sharing, and and also filling this podcast. So if you haven't shared the podcast, make sure you do, make sure you let them know that they can find this podcast every week. This is a weekly podcast. We post on Thursdays. Uh, Sometimes we do multiple content drops in a week. Like I said, uh, we did a Blaze Talks not too long ago. So that was a a week that we did two, uh, two episodes in one week. Uh, and we're just trying to work hard here. We're trying to really make this into something, uh, that, that we could benefit our, our town could benefit our community and definitely benefit a lot of our, um, I would say, um, Interest, you know, food, music, sports, it all goes hand-to-hand. We all, uh, you know, got to appreciate what we have here in our Central Valley, and that's what I do here. Uh, I try to make it as local as possible. I try to make it so that, you know, everybody gets a little shine, uh, and definitely the people that are are needing it the most, I definitely want to put them on. So I just hope that you guys are enjoying this so far. I know I am. Uh, with everything going on right now, I just want want to, to to just tell you guys: make sure you guys are keeping safe. Make sure you guys are washing your hands. Make sure you guys are, are practicing your social distancing. Things have not looked better, um, so we got to really just stick to this. Uh, you know, uh, with all the cases that have been surging and all the all the different numbers that I've that I've seen. Uh, you know, things aren't getting better, and we really got to just take it day by day. Uh, don't get so upset when when people are asking you to wear a mask. Uh, just know that that's going to be the norm for right now. Uh, it seems like everything is shutting. It's still shut down. Uh, there's a lot of speculation going on with schools and stuff like that, but I'll get into that later into the podcast. Uh, but I just want to talk talk about what we did last week. And last week, I I was feeling so good with all the support that I've had. So I really just been trying to um, just trying to take it easy over the weekend. I didn't listen to much music, so I don't really have much music to talk about this week. And and I've been still watching the same old shows, still been seeing Cheers, uh, and we also are trying to finish Black Mirror. Um, But you know, I, I I just been trying to really soak in uh, a lot of the family time that I've been spending with, with my family. We went fishing again last week. Still haven't caught a fish. Still really, really anxious to catch one. Um, but I haven't been fishing for, like, the array of fish, like, you know, bass, trout. Um, I've been trying only for catfish. Uh, for some reason, I'm just... I just want to do like a, a nice catfish fried sandwich, um, just something easy, you know what I mean. But to me, catfish is is the most tastiest fish uh, you can get out the lake. Um, but still, I haven't caught one. I'm still, I'm still, you know, learning every cast. You know, I, I I'm trying to, trying to really just learn from it you know and and take it as a process i know you can't become a great fisherman overnight so you know it, it's already took me some time to catch my first fish but i know that when, once it happens it's gonna be uh, a great memory i also got back to work this week after a long quarantine uh as you know i, I told you guys that i wasn't feeling good for the last uh, two weeks uh went to go take a covet test came out negative, and I got to tell you how blessed I feel. Um, I was not feeling any of the major symptoms. I just had a lot of congestion. I had a sore throat, and I also uh, was coughing a lot. Um, But I think it was just my actual nasal passage. I think I really, when when I'm working and I'm sweating with that mask on, I feel like I'm getting, um, I don't know what you would call it, but nasal pressure, and it's starting to give me, like, a sinus infection, so I think I'm, I've been suffering from that for the last couple of weeks, uh, but this week, I feel so much better, I've been drinking so much water, been trying to, you know, get out of this... Um, this kind of heat wave right now. You know, it's been it's been tough when it's 100 degrees and you're not feeling well. Uh, but thank gosh before, you know, it's going to be starting to get hot next week. We're, we're looking at nothing but 100 degree temperatures throughout the week. So make sure you guys are drinking enough water. Uh, don't stay out in the sun for too long. And anytime you guys need to take a little break from the heat, make sure you guys take that break. Um, I'm a big advocate of, you know, just being safe. So, anytime that I'm feeling overwhelmed by the heat, I, I often take a little breather or a little water break. Uh, I don't push myself very hard in the heat, and I don't think you should either. So, make sure you guys are taking the precautions, especially during uh, this pandemic. I mean, we got the pandemic plus a heat wave. So, you gotta be double, double careful, all right? But I'm just glad I'm feeling 100% again. I can't wait to get this week's podcast started. So let's get it started. And this week I wanted to talk about um, Emmanuel schools uh, that are preparing to open. And this is crazy during uh, the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, These schools are in Reedley. uh, And the plans are to ignore the the public health and state mandates. Uh, The school year is set to begin Thursday, and certain sources have said that there were calls made to get a statement from the school, which has clear speculation that they will progress with the school year. Uh, Emmanuel is a Mennonite faith-based school system, which goes from K through 12, and uh, I think their schools are on the same campus kind of thing. Um, The school has been notified by public officials that if they ignore the mandates that the public health department would have to urge the state to take action and cause uh, the school to shut down due to bad business practices. Uh, As the Central Valley has become a hub for the COVID-19 cases and now cases are becoming the new normal, uh, many people are now being infected more than ever. Uh, this wasn't the first time Emmanuel School went against the grain, as they hosted an in-person graduation that hosted more than a thousand people uh, for the event. And this was despite state and county mandates prohibiting large group gatherings. So this will be interesting to see if this school uh, the school year will happen for Emmanuel. Um, I know Clovis was another school system that was trying to have class during this pandemic. Um, I'm not too sure if that fell through, I would have, to, I'm going to have to double check. And, um, I don't think it did. I think the state actually, um, forced them to, 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 uh, reissue a statement, saying say that they're going to start doing distant learning. So this is pretty, pretty, uh, pretty weird. Um, it's, I, I can't really talk about, you know, any of the faith-based school districts and how they're supposed to work or how it works or how they get their funding. Um, but to me is if you're not, not going to close the doors, then I think we should not – the state should not have to pay uh, any revenue to, towards the school. Um, if they're trying to go against the grade and they're trying to do their own thing – let them do their own thing without any of the state's funding, um, and I, I think I think if, if the if the parents and and the staff and they're they're ready to do this and they all sign off on it, I think you know what? Why not? Why not try it? Uh, but I feel like with all the schools being out right now, I think it's the best bet that you know they should all also be uh, closed at least for the fall semester. Uh, but I know things are getting crazy right now. School is one of those hot topics. It's up for debate, especially in the political stance. Uh, I feel like kids need to go to school. Uh, but I also think distant, distant learning is also effective. So I think that's the way that most of these school districts uh, should should uh, start their curriculum. But while I was talking about Emmanuel schools, I want to talk about uh, the Fresno unified schools that are giving out breakfast and lunch to, to all the students, uh, doesn't matter their age. Uh, this is a great program. I think for, for, uh, Fresno unified, a lot of these kids are underprivileged and, and need that meal or two a a day. And I feel like, uh, with Fresno unified doing this, they're really showing that, uh, they're transforming it to be hopefully one of the better, uh, School districts in the state, um, to me, Fresno Unified. Um, it varies with with the demographic of, of of kids. So not every school needs, or not every uh, student needs lunches or breakfasts. But but knowing that they're offering it to all students, I think to me that that's a great way um, for for families, especially the ones in need that can't really put money on the table or food on the table, uh, to get the kids fed. I mean, especially, you know, that, that they're going to be home for, I don't, I, who knows how long I, I think it's throughout the fall semester. So all the way until at least October or November, uh, we'll see, uh, distant learning. So hopefully you guys, um, if you guys are qualified or if you guys know that you, You need to to get these kids a meal. Make sure you you go to uh, the corresponding school to get your kids a hot meal. But while we're talking about local, let's talk about our local artist, uh, Patrick Contreras, and his taco truck tour that will be going from August 24th through the 28th. Uh, This is Central Valley's uh, violinist, Patrick Contreras, known for his classical music, with more of a modern tone, he uses his talents to hit the streets of the Central Valley, doing pop-up shows for neighbors throughout the community. Uh, I follow him on social media, and there I've seen videos of him walking down and jamming with his uh, uh, with his violin behind uh, his van, which is blaring his music. This is a way he can still earn money uh, because. Uh, because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, You know, it it hit a lot of artists hard. I know uh, Patrick Contreras is well known. He does uh, really high quality shows. um, And I feel like he needed to fill that void of revenue. So I think he's doing a great job by doing those pop-up shows. And I think uh, this Taco Truck Tour uh, is also going to bring a lot of attention his way uh, but the dates for the tour uh, will be 824, and that will be at 559 Street Tacos at 780 East Nice. Uh, then the 25th will be Pepe's at the Fair at 7063 East Belmont. And then uh, the 26th will be at Taco Pinto at 1785 West Shaw. And then on the twenty seventh, uh, he'll have uh, he'll he'll have uh, El Premio Mayor at four seven one eight North Polk, and I feel like what he's doing is he's going to the taco trucks and he'll just be playing music while uh, you're ordering your food. So this is going to be a great way to get entertainment plus uh, food. And I got to tell you, a lot of these taco trucks that I've seen here listed. They are delicious. Uh, I've tried probably most of all of them. I've, I've known I've tried 559 uh, Street Tacos, uh, Taco pito, and El Premio Mayor. The one I haven't tried was Pepe's at the fair. So e- either way, make sure you guys go out, get involved in, in, the, in the community, uh, get involved in, in our local movement, uh, we have a lot of artists here. Uh, Patrick Contreras is, is one of our top artists, and I think he needs to get uh, a lot of a lot of love out here. He needs to get a lot of recognition, especially uh, seeing what kind of work he's been doing in the community. Uh, playing for, like I said, for for uh, neighbors. Playing for, uh, I know he did a show for uh, first not first responders, but. Um, Frontline workers. So I I just think this is an amazing uh, way to to see a a great act and also get some great food. So make sure you guys support Patrick Contreras and the Taco Truck Tour. Now I would like to follow up with our uh, local sports. And Fresno State's fall sports have now been canceled. After a long period uh, to decide whether or not to have a season, the Mountain West has announced that they will be canceling fall sports this year due to the coronavirus epidemic. Uh, Mountain West is the second FBS team to cancel this year's football season. Uh, 1943 was the last time the dogs didn't take the field in the fall, uh, and that was World War II. Uh, With no plans for a season in the fall, they're now looking to play in the spring. Uh, and now that there are, you know, 26 other FBS teams uh, that will be able to compete, th- this might be able to work. Uh, this was after they made the announcement for a late September start of sp- uh, fall sports. With some revised scheduling, uh, they had to pull due-, uh, due to the Mountain West decision to cancel the fall season of sports. I think this is... A- I think this is bad and good at the same time. Uh, it's bad because of the revenue that Fresno State football brings to uh, the, the the sport uh, to to sports in at Fresno State. Uh, they bring a lot of money. They 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 uh, help a lot of these programs like wrestling, soccer, um, a lot of the programs that we we that may not get a lot of attendance. And, you know, they use this money to make uh, renovations for the fields, uh, for anything sport related. They they use the revenue from from, uh, football. Um, So I'm just I'm just weary to see what kind of sports will be canceled, uh, what sports, you know, will they take away uh, either for the year or for uh, for the upcoming future. Um, it's, it's, it's not, that's not a nice sight to see uh, a school, you know, struggle to make money and, and having to really, um, reject, you know, student athletes. Uh, I think Fresno State is known for the student athletes, especially, um, succeeding, graduating, uh, going on to the next level. Uh, so... to to see that, you know, a lot of this money is going to dissipate and maybe won't even go as far as we think in the next uh, coming up seasons. You know, Uh, we don't know how things are going to be looking in the future. So that's what I'm worried about. But the good thing is is that they're actually taking um, their their student athletes uh, safety serious. Um, They're not in it just to make a buck. Um, seeing that you know a lot of other colleges are are still planning to play, I feel like it, it's a real it's a real issue for me. Um, it should be an equal playing field. Try in the spring. Try to try to get a season going during the spring. If you're going to cut your scheduling down to a minimum, might as well try to make a maximum in the springtime. But I just got to say, big ups to. The Mountain West, uh, especially because uh, they're, they're the second FBS um, division that's really uh, going to be playing in the spring. So hopefully, you know, we see a lot more schools doing this. I, I, I don't want to see any of these uh, student athletes being taken advantage of. Uh, and it happens, you know, happens a lot. And I just feel like the money's not worth uh, safety. But now when we're talking about sports, let's talk about the MLB. And it looks like the MLB is looking into an option an option of playing inside a bubble. Uh, league sources say that they're looking for uh, three stadiums that are in close proximity to create a bubble to house players. Um, seeing how the NBA has done it and seeing the NHL and a lot of these other sports doing it, it looks like that's the way it has to be done. Um, you know, they're trying to create, um, safety protocol where you're traveling from city to city. Uh, you're still, you know, who knows if these players are, are taking the protocol, um, serious, you know, how are they, how are they, uh, making the protocol, um, enforced, uh, it, there's a lot of questions for me when it comes to how baseball's handle, handling this uh, this season under uh, the COVID-19 epidemic. It's been strange uh, to see that they're still traveling. And I, I feel like uh, this way of a three-stadium uh, bubble, which potential cities were Milwaukee, Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, uh, and Southern California, but I think Southern California seems to be the most suitable for the league because you have Dodger Stadium, uh, Angel Stadium, and uh, Padres Stadium, only an hour away from, hour and a half away from each other. I think that's the best place they could uh, find a bubble. Um, I mean, it's driving distance from one another, uh, so I think. And, and the weather's beautiful here in in California, so I think that would be the best place to to create the bubble. Uh, but the league is also looking uh, for the bubble to play the in the playoffs. So I feel like if they don't pull the plug for a bubble during the season, they'll definitely try to try to uh, do a bubble for the playoffs uh, because. We, do, we know how the flu season works. Uh, it gets worse during the colder months. So we're going to probably see the same thing with the coronavirus. We're going to see a lot more people being infected. Uh, so I think they're trying to take more of a a stance to, to, to uh, benefit these players' safety. Uh, I, I think this is the way that they should have done it all along. Uh, I know a lot of teams were pretty weary about... The protocols that they've already set uh, in motion for uh, COVID-19, but I think if they were to play in a bubble, uh, I think that would ensure a lot more of uh, player safety. And this week, the Dodgers will finish playing the Padres today. Then they'll play at Angels, and then we'll finish with the Mariners at home. Uh, And the Giants will have the night off tonight. Then we'll face the A's at home this weekend. Then we'll play the Angels on a two-game road trip, and then back home versus the Angels to finish off the week. Now let's talk about the NBA. And the first round of the playoffs start next week. I can't tell you how happy I am. There has been zero cases of COVID in the NBA bubble, and I got to tell you, I've been so surprised that there's been no problems. Uh, The only problems I feel like are, are the players. They've been actually... Uh, showing a lot of competitiveness and showing a lot of different traits that I haven't seen from a lot of these players, uh, such as uh, Giannis headbutting Mo Wagner the other night, getting a one-game suspension. Um, I think it's I think it's crazy to see all these teams housed together and how much animosity they have towards each other. I mean, they're professional athletes. They take their job so serious, and I gotta tell you, seeing Damian Lillard jabbing at Patrick Beverly and Paul George, I gotta tell you that to me right there, this this brings back the '90s. It, it reminds me of when trash trash talking was really fun, like back in the '90s when basketball was a lot more physical. I feel like the NBA has has always got a bad rap since then, of um, the league being so soft. And now seeing how these guys are really taking at each other, really showing a different part of the NBA. And I gotta I gotta really say I appreciate the bubble right now. But there's still two teams that are fighting for the seventh and eighth spot of the uh, West. So we're we're hoping to see who who's gonna come, come out of that but the matchups that we do know will be rockets versus thunder clippers versus mavericks nuggets versus jazz and lakers versus who's going to be that eighth spot um, and then on the east it will be heat versus pacers and celtics versus 76ers bucks versus magic and raptors versus nets so it always it already looks like the round 1 matchups are going to be Fire! So I can't wait to to see when the uh, playoffs start. Uh, I think they start on Friday. So make sure you guys are paying attention. Make sure you guys are you know rooting for the Lakers. I'm hoping that they get their you know their, their championship this year. Even though it's a bubble year, we gotta really just rep for the team. But now for my favorite segment, beer of the week, and this week I drank LeBron Hayes IPA brewed by Pariah Brewing Company out of San Diego, California, drinking at 7.5% ABV, and it's brewed with Galaxy Hops. I first heard about this beer through my dad. He was telling me how amazing it was, uh, especially with the can art. And once I got my hands on this can, I definitely had to had to crack it open, and, and I was not disappointed. This beer was so fire. Um, The front end was very citrusy with notes of pineapple, stone fruit, and the back end was very hoppy with the nice sweetness that left the palate smooth. Um, And if you ever see this beer or any other prime beers, make sure you try them. Um, I got this beer at MGA Fig Garden. It was a little pricey, but well worth it. Um, I ended up sharing with my friends and my family. I, I couldn't just hold it for myself. So, make sure you guys are supporting all your local, you know, craft beer spots. Uh, when you're seeing a lot of your favorite breweries, make sure you guys are supporting them. Uh, make sure you guys uh, tell your tell your local uh, craft beer spots which breweries you're looking forward to trying. Um, I I would have never thought Pariah would have been distributing here out in Fresno. But seeing that they did, I definitely had to go uh, support them. So make sure you guys are doing your job. Make sure you guys are following along on this podcast. I got to tell you guys, this has been such an enjoyment. I can't wait for next week's podcast. Um, If you guys can, just make sure you guys are are staying uh, active on the fan site. Make sure you guys are sharing the fan site. Uh, make sure you guys are actually sharing the episodes. Uh, but I got to tell you guys, I'm dropping hats this weekend. I've been wanting to drop them last weekend, uh, but this weekend I'm dropping a few a few color designs. So make sure you guys are looking at the site and let me know what you guys uh, think about the new swag. I want to tell you guys, uh, keep supporting your local businesses right now. Uh, they need you so much. Um, any local business, anything that is not a not a food chain, you know, not a Taco Bell, not a McDonald's, go to your local taco spot. Go to your lo- local, I don't know, breakfast spot. Um, any mom and pop spot, make sure you support right now. Uh, make sure you support all your artists. Uh, like I said, MC Wick's. I, I've, I've done a Blaze Talks with MC Wicks. I've done a Blaze Talks with BKR. You can find all the information in those in those interviews. Um, there's so much out right now when it comes to music. Um, so make sure you guys are staying, staying on top of that too. Let me know what you guys uh, are listening to. And definitely I'm going to keep supporting our local scene. Um, and definitely support your local podcast. I know my boy HK on the Street is going to be hosting uh, MC Wicks on Tuesday on uh, Instagram Live. So make sure you guys are checking him out. He's definitely doing a lot of things for, you know, the craft beer culture, craft everything on his uh, on his channel. So make sure you guys are checking out uh, HK on the Street. You can find that on YouTube or you can find that on, on Facebook. Uh, I just want to thank you guys again for another awesome week. And I hope you guys are having an awesome week. So, I'm Alejandro Veda, signing off, episode 77.